All right, so let's go to Philippians. Go eat popcorn. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. That's how you find it. Amen. Philippians chapter 2. There is a passage here. This is what you call Paul's prison letters. So he writing from solitary. Amen. That's where Paul was when he wrote this. Amen. So don't don't overlook people who've been to jail now. God got a purpose for them. Amen. Just like God had a purpose for Paul. Paul is writing from prison. <laughs> Amen. Wouldn't believe that, huh? Philippians chapter 2, and I want to tuck tucked away here in verse 12. Look what he says. Young people, I want you all to follow me today, okay? And make sure you take, point, take, take these points down, all right? He says, so then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence, what? But now much more while I'm in what? Prison. Work out your what? With what? Fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you. Both to what? To will and to work for his good pleasure. Verse 14. Verse 14, when you're washing the dishes, do all things, when you're doing your chores, do all things, what? Without grumbling and what? So that you will prove yourselves to be what? Blameless and innocent children of God, above reproach in the midst of of a what? Crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear as lights in the world. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. No, seriously, neighbor. Level up. Amen. Stop measuring up and level up. Now for you boomers and busters, Amen. And that's not an insult. That's a generation. I'll explain what level up is. Now the Urban Dictionary says that to measure up or to level up, it is to increase one's stature in life. That's all it means. It means to level up. In other words, it's to improve or max out your ability. I wish I had somebody to be confident in your skills that it takes you to another level. Are you with me? And that's what it means. That's the urban definition of level up or leveling up. Amen. Sometimes we hide because of our own failures and weaknesses. Sometimes we hide because of what others have done and said to us. 
But in either case, we can be free from shame and uh, disappointment and, and feeling down about ourselves. Amen. Because Christ has worked in us. And because of what Christ has done on the cross, you can come out of that mindset. In other words, what I'm saying is that Jesus took our shame on himself so that we can trust that we are valued and that we are children of God. We all have voices that tells us that we're never enough. That we are measured by what we do. We're measured in school. We're measured in sports. We're measured in our attractiveness. We're, we're measured by how many likes we have, how many followers we have. In other words, you're being measured and you're measuring yourself all the time. We also have those voices around us and in us that assures us that we are indeed, amen, average. Amen. That we're just good enough. Come on, somebody. We all hide our insecurities. Amen. Not comfortable in our own skin. You see, when you're not comfortable in who you are, you're always going to try to measure yourself up. Amen. You're always going to try to make yourself feel better. Amen. Be- or, or compare yourself so much that you, you not, you're not really working on the things that you need to work on. Are you with me? And in other words, you hide your insecurities. Many, many of our young people today, amen, many of our young people today, what they do is they don't have a clue, amen, what to do because they don't feel good about themselves. Uh, they're always comparing themselves. And, and, and you got to remember, half that stuff is filters. I wish I had somebody. Half that stuff is not real. And what the devil wants you to believe is that you need something more to make yourself feel good about you. Are you with me? And so you hide your insecurities. You try to measure yourself constantly. And I just want to tell you that it's time for you to level up. This is your year to measure up. And can I tell you that two sides to that coin. Because just like Beyonce said, a church girl, oh, I wish I had somebody, supposed to be in the club on Saturday and then worshiping God on Sunday, that she could still have a little bit of fun in the world. I lost y'all? Okay, good. Uh, she could have a little bit of fun in the world and then come on Sunday morning and still praise her God. I beg to differ with that. See, there's two sides to leveling up. You can either level up God's way, come on somebody, or you can level up your way. Amen. And can I tell you something? If you want to level up, you it means you have to do something that's so difficult to the point that everything in that category becomes easy to you. That's how you level up. Are you with me? That you're doing the things in that category of your life that's so hard. Amen. That you master it. That you become 
great. Are you with me? And so I want to help you today. Paul is writing from this prison, as I said, and he's writing while he's confined in a Roman prison. He is communicating to these churches, to this particular church in Philippi, and and what he's really communicating to them is he's thanking them for their generosity towards him. But then he realized something, that there were some false teachers that had crept into the church and was teaching the people of God, amen, that they ought to be like something else other than Christ. Are you following me? Can I tell you something, young people and and old people and in-between people and all that? Can I help you out with something? The world is always going to try to tell you to be something else. The world is always going to put a picture out there of what you should be. But watch this. They're going to raise the bar so high you'll never achieve that. But if you don't realize that in Christ you have everything you need, you don't have to measure your life anymore. You don't have to compare yourself to those that you see who have more than you. Are you with me? They may look like they have more, but you don't know the struggles that they're going through inside. Are you with me? And so what happens is we measure our lives. We live our lives by comparison rather than really understanding that you are uniquely made. That God created you with a special, special, special anointing and a special gift and a special ability. And if you keep trying to be like everybody else, no one will ever remember you. Not only that, you'll continue to live your life, amen, in comparison to others. So whatever God has for you, is for you. Paul says here, and he begins in, in this chapter, amen. In this chapter, he, he says in verse 1, he says, Therefore, mm-hmm, if there is any encouragement in Christ." And if there's any consolation of love and if there's any fellowship of the spirit and any affection and compassion, he says, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in the spirit, intended what? On one purpose. Young people, I want to tell you something. You have a lot of options today. You have so many options that we didn't have. Amen. All we had was a telephone. That our mama would unplug at nighttime. (laughs) Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Amen. The only way we found out what happened is when we got up and went to school the next day. You, You with me? In other words, you have more going for you now. You guys have access to more now than we ever did. But see, if you're going to level up, there are a few things. There's seven things I want to give you today. I got seven things I want to introduce you to about how to really level up. Are you with me? Paul goes on and he says here in verse 12. Let's run to verse 12. And he says what? So then, this the therefore, my beloved, just as you have always what? Huh? Now, now here's the thing. Obedience is not a bad word. 
All right, but let me let me let me say this: the word of, uh, the word obedience there means at some point you got to listen. You got to stop thinking that you know everything, and start understanding that you have to listen. If you won't listen to your mama, and if you won't listen to your teacher, eventually you're going to listen to somebody. Amen. That somebody may be the judge. That somebody may be the jailer. Some, that somebody may be your parole, parole officer or your probation officer or somebody like that. Or the police. Are you with me? See, you can't l- want to level up but don't want to play by the rules. Are you following me? Leveling up is a good idea. But remember, it's mastering an area. It's improving yourself. It's you saying, I'm no longer going to live like this this year. How many want to level up? Watch the text. Watch the text. Text says, so beloved, just as you've always obeyed, not as in my what? Presence only, but now much more in my what? So the first thing you got to do. <laughs> You got to be one way all the time. Some of us have mastered the mask. Oh, you missed it. In other words, you're one way at home. You're one way at church. You're one way in the streets. You're one way with your teachers. You're one way with your husband or your wife. What I'm trying to say is you can't level up if you're schizophrenic. Okay, if you have mood swings all the time, I'm just trying to say something to you. You got to, Paul says, when I'm around, you act right. But I thank God that when I'm not around, you still look like a Christian. Listen, what's the point of coming to church every Sunday, but when you go to school on Monday, you're the worst thing in the class? Are you the worst thing at the job? They wonder, where did she be on Sunday? Imagine that. Imagine coming to church every week, but by the time Sunday evening, you go back to being what you was all the time. Why? If you do the will of God, if you take what you've learned and apply it, Watch this. Guess what's going to start happening to you? You're going to change. How many want to change? Listen, don't switch back and forth. Listen, listen, one minute you're this, one minute you're that. You don't even know what you are. And that's because you're measuring yourself. Watch this. Paul says, especially when I'm not around, tell your neighbor this, be comfortable in your own skin. Be happy with you. Can I ask you something? Why are you so unhappy? I'm just just asking the question. Why are you so dissatisfied? Why? Why? What you learn at church should be practiced when you're not at church. So that you can learn how to live a leveled up life for Christ. Amen. Listen, listen, listen. What I see happening is this. I see, I see people come to church on Sunday and I see it all fade away by Tuesday. Amen. We used to have Bible study by Tuesday because I said they need a fix by Tuesday. Amen. 
My point is you can't level up if you're not the same way all the time. So in other words, I got to know what I'm dealing with. I can't have to throw my hat in every time to see what I'm going to get. <laughs> or walk around on eggshells because I say boo and you say rah. Lord have mercy. Y'all ain't trying to hit me. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. He says, look what he says. He says, look, man, look, look, look. I thank God for y'all because I'm thankful for God because y'all, listen, y'all obey not only when I'm present, but when I'm absent. Let me ask you a question. Who are you when nobody's looking? I'm talking about for real. Are you the same way? Now watch this. Circumstances should not change your attitude. See, I watched a fight last night of a bigger fighter fighting a smaller fighter. And the difference between the winner and the loser was the level that the level that they were in. Watch this. The smaller fighter whooped the bigger fighter. And it wasn't because, now the bigger fighter was chiseled. I mean, he, listen, Anthony Joshua, he, he's a specimen of a man. I don't, I don't envy him, but I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> but what I am saying, he got whooped. And he didn't get whooped because he didn't have skill. He got whooped because the other guy was at another level. See, I believe we're not winning in life because we're stuck at one level. I believe we're not winning in life because we have settled for one level. Are you with me? And what I believe Paul is saying, he said, listen, man, when I'm not around, y'all are doing this thing. Don't just obey God when you feel like it. Don't get quiet on me now. Go, come on. I need a, I need a help today. Watch what he says next. He says, look what he says. He, he, he goes on to say, he says now, Work out your what? What does salvation have to do with this? He says, this, this is not salvation to be saved. When you receive salvation, you're another level. So now what he's dealing with, he's saying, don't work for your salvation. Lord have mercy. Watch this. Some of you have been taught you got to work to be saved, to stay saved. No. You're already saved. Now what you have to do is sanctification. Now what you got to do is level up to this. Watch this. So the next thing you got to do is work out, work on, work what? On. I'm going to say one more time. Some of you are just happy you saved. That's it. I got in. Whoa, Lord Jesus. Amen. Watch this. You are no longer working to be saved. You are saved. And watch this. And you're not working for salvation. You're working towards sanctification. The believer's responsibility now is to be actively pursuing a character that looks like Christ. When was the last time you worked on your salvation? 
When's the last time you worked on your character? I'm talking about you really took a deep look at yourself through the lenses of the word of God. And you said, you know what, man, I need to, I need some improvement. You know what? I get angry quickly. You know what? I be tripping, man. My mind, I be in my head all the time. Man, listen, I be doing stuff that I ain't supposed to be doing. Amen. Because I, I keep justifying. And God said that, that ain't, that has nothing to do with what I've taught you. Because you're sitting in church every week, but you ain't learning nothing. How is that? How can that be? If the word of God is living and active and sharper than two-edged sword, piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart, and you come every week and you hear it and you say amen to it, but you staying the same, you ain't leveling up. You staying at the same level. You're measuring up. Are you with me? Work out your salvation. It implies that you use everything that God makes available to you. Watch this. He makes grace and mercy available to you. He gives you the Holy Ghost that gives you strength and he gives you wisdom and he gives you the anointing and he gives you gifts and talents that you can use for his glory. Come on, generation. I'm talking about a generation that can stand up and say, listen, I got more going for me in the Lord than I do going in the world. He says, work this thing out. Keep working it out. And the implication here is not something you do on Sunday, but it's something you do every day. Do I have a witness? I wish I had a few people who know how to work on this thing. You see, you got to work on your Christian character and you will level up. Look what he says. Look what he says. He says, why? It is who? Her. Here's what I understand. I don't have to do much. Can I tell you something? Many of us fight God. And we fight his work in our lives. Because we got issues. <laughs> that we just won't deal with. You won't let the sanctifying power of the word of God change your heart. Remove that stubbornness and remove that stuff that has you stuck where you are. Let me show you something. Let, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me hope somebody real quick. Okay. Let me hope you something. Okay. You think it's only you. you. You think everybody's left you and abandoned you and God has done this to you and that to you and all these things. But can I tell you something? The text tells you something. What does it say? Read it. For it is who? Man, listen, if God is fooling with you, you blessed. Tell you, neighbor, God, is God fooling with you? When I want to drink, he convict me. When I want to smoke, he convict me. When I just want to just stay away from everybody, he just put me in the presence of everybody. You see, that's how you know God is fooling with you because he won't leave you by yourself. He won't let you go. He won't let you destroy yourself. You tried to take all them pills and kill yourself, but guess what? He didn't let you do it, whoever I'm talking to. You tried to destroy yourself. You tried hard. But he said, no, I love you. Guess what? I still got work to do. 
So just when you feel like it's over for you, God said, it ain't over till I say it's over. So here's, got to, here's what you got to realize. You got to realize this. You got to realize how special you are to God. That he'll even fool with you. Some people I don't fool with, but I know God's still fooling with them. Straight up. Aren't you glad he's God? Can I tell you something? You are God's and will continue. God will continue to work in you and on you. You can keep rebelling all you want. Guess what? He loves you. It is God who's working in you. And God is giving you the word through the man of God. So don't get that twisted. Watch this. So that you need stuff you need to hear, not stuff you want to hear. Are you following me? Y'all got quiet. If you're always measuring yourself against other people, how are you going to know what God's doing in you? You're so fixated on what everybody else has got going on, you can't even see what you got going on. And can I tell you something? Even in pain and suffering, you could still see God. Listen, you may not have what they have. But quit worrying about what they have. You don't even know how they got there. But can I help you with something? If you focus and look, can I ask you something? Can I ask you a question? Let me ask you a question. Write this down. Write this down for me. I want you to write this down. You ready? You writing it down? Not in your head, in, in your pen and paper. Watch this. Where is God working in your life right now? Write it down. Write it down. Those of you watching online, write it down somewhere. Where, what areas is he working on your attitude? Is he working on your faith? Is he working on your trust? What area? Can, and, and here's the other thing, part to that, to that question. Can you clearly see him working in that area? How many of God be fooling with you? Let me see all the people God be fooling with you. Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad that he didn't just leave you? Aren't you glad that he doesn't just leave you? Listen. Sometimes you just want to be left alone, right? Yeah. How many of you got that spirit? You just want to be left alone. Yeah, uh-huh. And guess what? He always fooled with you. Didn't leave me alone. No, no, I'm not leaving you alone. As a matter of fact, if I left you alone, I saw a guy, homeless guy at the bus stop the other day. And I had a whole flashback. Of how the Lord took my mind. And how I was that man. Standing at the bus stop. And how we've traded places. I wish I had somebody. You see. That man wanted to be there. Because I was the same way. I wanted to be there. But when God fools with you. Come on somebody. He'll change your mind. He'll pick you up from the gutter of life. Are you with me? Can I help you with something? This is more than what you see here in this text. I'm telling you. You got to realize how special you are. Listen, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? I forgot to tell you this. It says, for it is God, watch this, who's at work, what? In you. Watch this. It's not science. It's not skill. It's not ability. It's not talent. It's not skill. The one who's making you what you are is who? Thank you. Watch this. The Greek term for the word work 
Watch this. It speaks to the present deliverance of the Philippians. That God was constantly delivering them. But the word translate work out is used by the first century author Strabo to speak of digging silver, Lord have mercy, out of the silver mines. Thus salvation is compared to a huge gift that God needs to unwrap. In other words, what I'm trying to say is God is trying to get down to the good in you. He's trying to pull up the treasures out of your life. Are you with me? This work is one who's in a silver mine. Let me say it one more time. Digging for treasure. You've given up on you. And you say, I ain't never going to change. Or I'll always be this way. But can I help you with something? God's going to keep digging. And can I help you with something about miners? Miners dig with hope. Because they understand that deep down. Listen, God had to go deep with me. He had to keep digging until he struck gold. He didn't struck silver. He struck gold. I wish I had somebody. And I thank God that he keeps on digging in our lives to pull up the precious things that's about you. You got to believe in you. Are you with me? And watch this. You got to stop letting other people work on you and let God keep working on you. Are you with me? And so he says, he says, let me go on now. He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, God is working. God is, God is at work. He's digging. Watch this. Both to what? To will and to work for what? See, you thought it was about you. God is working on us. Here's the next point. Live to please God. And you'll level up. Listen, listen, listen. If your living doesn't please him, then what's the point? What's the point? How can you do that? And how can you, how can you do that? How can you be in the world and, 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 and level up at the same time and still live for him? You got to please him. Watch this. You could do great things in business. You can do great things in your personal experiences, but you got to make sure that whatever you do, listen, if, if they ask you to compromise, Lord have mercy, you ain't leveling up. You can build your life on a lie. But if you live to please him, he says, God is working on you so that he can get an investment back from you so that he can get praise from you so he can get glory from you so he can get all the stuff, all the work. Come on, somebody. He done put in a lot of work in you. Come on, y'all. And it's amazing how so many people God has worked on. Come on, somebody. But yet after you see the treasure. After you recognize what he's doing, you start thinking it's you. Don't let your level up cause you to get a big head. Don't let your leveling up make you think God ain't looking for good preachers. 
He's looking for godly preachers. God ain't looking for good servants. He's looking for godly servants. He's looking for those who understand that whatever I put in you, you're going to give me glory back. What does it mean? It means to God be the glory. God, I thank you for where I've been and I thank you for where I'm going. I thank you for my ups. I thank you for my downs. I want to level up in this life. I don't want to measure up in this life because the God I serve is still working on me. Keep working on me, Lord. Keep working on me, Lord. Why? Because he who began a good work will in no wise finish it. I thank God today that he woke me up this morning and I got my mind fixed. I don't like the pain of his digging. I don't like the pain of his pruning. But thanks be to God that in the end, it's going to be better. Give God a praise. Now, now I'm almost done. And look at verse 14. Verse 14 is just by itself. He said, do all things without what? So, so here's, my, here's my next point. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is right there. That's some of you right there. You're there all the time. Stop complaining. I've never seen a person who really level, levels up that complains. That man in that boxing match, Usyk, in that fight yesterday, when, when by the ninth round, he was, he was almost out. But he kicked in to another level. What I'm trying to say, here's what I'm trying to say. He could have complained to the ref that he was getting hit behind the neck and he was being leaned on and he was being pushed against the rope because the other fighter understood that he was losing. Come on, help me. But watch this. But he was doing all of these different things, elbowing them, things like that. But he never complained. Why did the writer say stop grumbling? Do all things without what? Grumbling. Because he knows that we have a capacity to take from God, but then complain right after things go bad. People who level up don't complain, y'all. They take the good with the bad. Complaining and grumbling. Watch this. When you're corrected, come on somebody. Switching to selfishness. Throwing tantrums and telling others what you really think. That's what grumbling is about. Getting into disputes because you think you always right. You know what we want? You know what we want? We want to level up, but we want it easy. So he says, no, 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 no. Do all things. And look, he says all things. Without what? All right. I'm about to sit down. But sit down. Look what he says next. He says, so that <laughs> you will what? Prove what? To be what? Oh, Lord Jesus. He says, so that you will prove. You, you know what the word prove there means? Genomai. Ah, oh, Lord Jesus. 
Let me help you right quick. Can I help you? I got eight minutes. And I got two more points. You ready? Genomai means not to make something, but to become something. So in other words, it means to come into being. It's not pretending to be something. It's living it out. And then all of a sudden, you start becoming that thing. So as I'm leveling up, I ain't, I ain't trying to show off to everybody that God didn't pull all this. Tra- I didn't know I could sing. Some of you could sing. You just got surprised. Whoa, I didn't know I could sing. Lord didn't pull that up out of you. Watch this. But, but you got to a level, right? Where you real good. But you're giving God glory. You ain't, it ain't going to the head. You understand what I'm saying? I don't even know what happened to Beyonce. I don't, I don't, I have no clue what happened to her. I, and you can't blame Jay-Z because guess what? She have a mind of her own. Okay? But watch this. She was, she was brought up in church. She sung in church. She was leveling up in church. You understand what I'm saying? But that gift, the world looks at it. Oh, come on, somebody. And rather coming into a stronger Christian. She became stronger in the world. She sold out. You with me? Now watch this. Watch this now. Get on my, when you're proving something, you're not acting like it. You are being it. So in other words, he says you are proving truly that you are what? A child of what? See, and that's where the problem is. We get grown. We get grown. See, watch this. We get too grown when we stop believing that we're children of God. Look what he says. Blameless and innocent children of God above what? Reproach in the midst of a what? Ah. Are you seeing this? Now, is it possible, young people, I think I think I, we had a young lady came up here a couple of weeks back and said it's hard when you're a Christian, young people, when you want to live for God, young people, talking to all the young people, and go to school and you're being talked about and isolated and all that kind of stuff. But can I tell you something? You keep living for God. The Bible tells us, watch this. Keep living, keep being blameless. In other words, don't let the world be right about you. Keep being, keep your innocence. I ain't talking about being a virgin. I'm talking about keep your innocence. You with me? Your your godliness, okay? The innocence that you have. Don't go exposing yourself to evil because you're curious. Okay? And look what he says next. He says, children of God, what? Above reproach. Watch what he says now. How is this possible? It's God who's at work in you. So it's possible. Stop measuring up and let God work on you and you can do this. You can live in the, in the what? In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. So the next thing is this. Don't ruin your testimony. Because you're trying to measure up. Don't lose your testimony. 
Okay, if they if they want to talk about you because you go to church and all that kind of stuff, you tell them, okay, whatever. Okay, if you tell others that you're Christian and they see something else, you're not leveling up. Okay, here's the proof that you're really leveling up. The next part of the verse. Whom you appear as what? Okay, light in the world. Let me give you an illustration. Picture the sun on a sunny day on the beach. It's beautiful. Amen. The wind is blowing and sun is shining bright. Now think about the sun in the Sahara Desert. And you are thirsty. Same sun, different location. <laughs> you got it. So you got to decide what type of light you are in the world. Listen, you have already leveled up because you are light. Stop trying to become a light bulb when you are the light. He says you are already the light. You don't have to be the light. You don't have to become the light. You don't have to try to shine. You are shining. But if you keep measuring your life to the world, then you're trying to become like the world and the world is crooked, perverse, huh? and dark. So what's that last point? Don't be ashamed, y'all. Can I tell you something? When you walk in the room, the ambiance should change. Okay? Even if you walk into your dorm and you're smoking weed and drinking and having sex in the next room and all that kind of stuff, and you walk in there, your light should shine. You should be repulsed by all that's happening and you should be able to have the power to turn around. Don't talk about peer pressure. You have God working in you. So if you get in that crowd, you always want to be in that crowd. As a matter of fact, you were measuring yourself to that crowd because you were never invited to that crowd. So now you got a little older now and you feel you want to fit into that crowd. Oh, I wish I had some young people in here understand what I'm talking about because us older people done made that decision. So whatever you have in your heart that's not right about life and all that kind, get it out. God will reveal it to you. He'll show you that you're drawn to this. Whatever you watch on TikTok the most, on Snapchat, whatever you like the most, your likes. That's what you like. But you got to be you got to you got to pay attention. Because if the light of the world is drawing you, the world ain't got no light by the way. So what is it? It's got to be darkness. And if he says that you appear as lights in the world, why are you looking like it? 
You ready for this? You don't have to measure up and hide. In other words, don't live a double life. Don't be ashamed to pray. Read your word. Worship God. People will start following you because you got the plug to level up. Amen. A man went to his friend's house to hang out and watch TV. His friend had a small 13 inch colored TV and they both sat down and relaxed in front of it and they turned it on to a great movie. The young man jumped up doing the commercial and said, man, I'm going home. And I'm going to watch this TV, this movie at home. I'm going to continue to watch the rest of this movie at home on my brand new 19 inch television. This thing's too small for me. So the man goes home and turns on his 19 inch colored television and doesn't get the movie. He keeps turning the channels. He can't find the movie. Even though the picture's sharp, can't get the movie. Even though he's got great sound and surround sound, he doesn't get the movie. He had no idea that his friend, even with his little bitty TV, was hooked up to satellite. That gave him the ability to pull down the great movie. His friend had the ability to pull a picture from above that he himself did not have access to. The man may have had the bigger and better TV, but he didn't have the right reception. He didn't have the right connection. And if you are a Christian, you have to have satellite. You have to have access from God's viewpoint. I wish I had somebody. If you're a non-Christian, you may have a bigger TV, but you don't have access. You can't hook in and link into a divine framework or divine frame ref, frame of reference because no matter how much money you have, no matter how much power you have, no matter how much prestige you have, you don't have the right connection. So many non-Christians have a lot of shows in this world, but they can't never pull down a divine picture because they don't have good cable service they don't have satellite what I'm trying to tell you is this it is God who's working in you young people I want to level up for real I want to maximize every hour every second of my life I'm not going to be the same at the end of the year, ever. Every year I measure my growth. And I want you to have that mindset because it is God who's, listen, the things I can't do, I never forget, I never forget this. I had taken Greek for about five years, about five years, but I'd never taught Greek. And I never forget, I never forget Stretching myself to learn another language and then to teach it on a college level. 
And that's when God showed me, hey, man, it ain't you, it's me. A lot of you keep saying what you can't do. You can't go back to college. You can't do it too hard, too hard. I can't do the computer. All this other stuff you keep saying to yourself. But guess what? You can do it. You, can't level, you can level up, but you've got to understand that it's God who's working in you. To will and to work his good, good measure in your life. And so if you want to level up, that's what you've got to do. Give God a hand clap.